You're listening to episode 53 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. January, 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 January. We are in the second week of January, and people always have New Year's resolutions. And I think New Year's resolutions are great in a sense of you setting an intention, writing down what you are committed to achieving, and starting the new year with a fresh, new, positive vibe. And people are ready to hit their goals. On the flip side, I don't believe you require a brand new year to decide to make a change. You can say yes to yourself in July, August, September, November, May, whatever month, whatever day it is, you can decide, you can choose more for yourself. So I love, I love New Year's. I I love it because it's a fresh, it's a fresh new year. So I do enjoy the new year, but, but at the same time, You don't have to wait a brand new year to step into a brighter, more evolved, expansive, healthier, fitter, smarter version of yourself, okay? So with that being said, this episode is called Five Uncomfortable Truths About Eating a Plant-Based Diet. So at the beginning of the year, a lot of the times, fitness and nutrition are at the forefront. People are like, I got to exercise more. I got to lose the those last 10 pounds, 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds. I want to get more fit. I want to have more lean muscle mass. I want to clean up my diet. I want to eat better. And some people can think that plant-based or a plant-based diet is the way to go. And I'm going to go over five uncomfortable truths about why eating a plant-based diet isn't the most beneficial way to eat and why you should consider eating more of an animal-based diet, eating more high-quality fats, and why we actually do require animal-based foods in our nutrition. So first off, if someone is coming from a standard American diet, like that's ultra-processed, they're eating fast food, they're eating donuts and cookies and just a lot of carbohydrates, a lot of sodas, a lot of inflammatory foods, okay. So if someone is eating like that, of course, switching over to a plant-based diet, switching over to real foods is such a big improvement. So sometimes people who I feel just, I think it's just they don't have that much education around nutrition and they're like, oh, plant-based, plants are healthy. That sounds like what I should do. And because veganism and plant-based foods have become so popular that if you don't really know that much about nutrition, you may just think, okay, well, it's plants that this is the right step to take, okay? So 
Um, okay. So if you're, if someone is eating like a standard American diet and then they just, you know, they get rid of all that crap and they start eating like actual plant-based, like actual, like real food plant-based. Okay. I'm not talking packaged stuff. They're going to feel a lot better, right? They're going to feel a lot better because they're not, they're eating real food. But what happens over time, say someone's eating, you know, like I said, an ultra processed diet, they're eating a lot of poor quality meats, they're eating a lot of inflammatory oils, they're eating a lot of like refined carbohydrates, they'll feel really great for the first like two to three months generally. Then after that, you don't feel so great. Why? Because a plant-based diet is missing so many factors and nutrients that the body does require, okay? So first off, let's talk about how there's so many processed plant-based foods now like cheese, fake butter, fake meats, fake egg mixes. And that is like that is honestly in my opinion, it's no better than eating like ultra processed foods. It's just because of what they're putting in the foods. Okay, for example, what they're putting in case, okay, say like a grass-fed steak, okay? There's one ingredient in that, steak, beef, okay? And then you look at something like, um, what is it called? Uh, Beyond Meat, a Beyond Meat burger, okay? It's got tons of inflammatory oils like sunflower oil, uh, refined canola oil. Um, actually, I pulled it up. I Let me just look at my notes. It's got... Okay, these are the ingredients. Water, pea isolate, expeller pressed canola oil, refined coconut oil, cellulose from bamboo, methyl cellulose, potato starch, natural flavors, maltodextrin, which is corn, yeast extract, sunflower oil, vegetable glycerin, dried yeast, gum arabic, citric extract, ascorbic extract, Estrac, susin acid, modified food starch, and annatto in brackets for food coloring. So I don't know how many of that ingredients that is, probably over 15. That is what a Beyond Meat burger is made out of. And you're going to tell me that that burger is healthier than eating a grass fed steak? You don't have to be a rocket scientist to look at how processed that is. And the way they're making these burgers is to taste like meat. It has to be palatable. If it tastes like dirt, no one's going to eat it, right? So A, it's heavily processed. And then B, the nutritional value, you're not getting B12. You're not getting... um, you're not getting uh, high amounts of iron. So there's heme iron and there's non-heme iron. Heme iron is iron from animal source. And animal source iron, we're going to absorb it like 80-90%. Where non-animal-based iron, we're only going to absorb it, you know, I think 20-30% to 30% approximately, okay? So grass-fed beef, iron, B12, zinc, selenium, omega-3 fatty acids, CLA, so nutrient rich grass-fed beef is like the gold standard so that compared to a beyond meat burger which is ultra processed it's better to just eat real food real healthy ethically sourced 
animals, okay? So that's number one. Okay, number two is when you go on a plant-based diet, like a straight vegan diet, not a pescatarian. Pescatarian is when you're having some fish, some eggs, a lot more healthier. If you're if you have a thing where you don't want to eat meat, I personally didn't eat red meat for over 10 years just because I love animals so much. But then when I started researching, I'm like, okay, grass-fed cows are like, I'm doing my body a disservice by not eating high by not eating this gold standard. So I actually integrated beef into my diet about five or six years ago. I still don't eat pork. I just think pigs are so cute. This is just my own personal belief. I can't do it, but I do eat beef. I do eat chicken and I do eat turkey, but only ethically sourced. I won't eat anything if it is not ethically sourced. I won't eat conventional chicken. I won't eat conventional beef. That's just my own personal belief. I love animals. I believe in energy. And also those animals that are in factory farms that are in confined animal feeding operations, they are pumped with hormones, synthetic hormones, and they are fed a genetically modified diet, corn and soy. They are not supposed to be eating that. They are fattened up and they have a poor quality of life. Okay. So my second point here was plant-based diets, you are missing essential fatty acids. You're, you just can't, it's just the absorption of it, just like I talked about iron, it's not the same. So essential fatty acids mean they are essential. Our body cannot break, uh, our body cannot make them internally, endogenously, internally. We have to obtain them from our nutrition. So essential fatty acids, omega-3 and omega-6. Now, we need a lot more of omega-3. We get way too much omega-6 if you eat a lot of packaged stuff. So Omega-3, specifically alpha-linolenic acid, there are two acids that are really important, DHA and EPA, and that is found in cold water fish, salmon, mackerel, sardines, cod liver oil, and egg yolks. Now, if you're eating a plant-based diet, you're not going to be eating fish or mackerel or eggs. You're going to be trying to get your omega-3s from flax seeds or chia seeds or algae and it's the same kind of thing you're not going to be able to absorb it as much as if it was coming from an animal-based source okay now dha is really important for brain function memory mood nervous system regulation important for eyes in the fetus this is a, why it's really important to take a good quality uh, prenatal with or just a fish oil supplement with DHA. Now, EPA, it's good for cardiovascular, heart health, helps lower blood pressure, um, improves the health of your arteries, and very anti-inflammatory and helps with potentially preventing arthritis. So again, you can supplement with you know, EPA and DHA. But if you're eating a plant-based diet, you're not going to. You're going to be like, well, I'm only eating plants. So I really feel like if you think you're doing plant-based to be healthy, I feel like you're really doing your body a disservice in the long run. Okay, moving on to number four, amino acids. So amino acids are the building blocks of proteins. Now, when you are eating a plant-based diet, usually you'll do, they'll do something like pea protein and brown rice. Then you will have like a complete protein source. Again, 
It's going back to the absorption. You're not going to be able to absorb it as if it were an animal-based protein. So if you have 100 grams of beans and 100 grams of steak, it's just not going to be the same. Or if you go to a supplement store and you get you you get like a a whey protein, a grass-fed whey protein, and then you get like a vegan uh, pea protein, and you flip it over, and it both says 30 grams of protein. It may say 30 grams, but your body is not going to be able to absorb those animal, or sorry, those plant-based proteins. And pea protein can be problematic for people. I know when I tried to do vegan, like. I didn't try to do it for a long time. I just kind of did it as like a cleanse. I think I did it like seven years ago and I was like, oh, I'm just going to do like vegan protein and pea protein. Oh boy, it makes my tummy bloat. Now, the thing is, I think it's really, really hard for someone to get enough protein who's doing a plant-based diet without supplementing, like without doing major amounts of like protein powder every day because it's like how much beans and rice are you actually going to eat to actually hit say I think most women depending on how big you are should be eating at least 100 grams of protein a day so that's really hard to do if you're not supplementing with protein powders so it's like how much protein powder you have to take a day to hit 100 grams whereas if you're eating more of an animal-based diet you can hit 100 grams having some eggs having some fish having some steak like you can having some cheese you can hit 100 grams of protein with real food you don't have to do loads and loads of supplements right so food is medicine you want the foundation of your nutrition to be whole foods, real foods, and then supplements supplement that foundational work with your nutrition, okay? And I think it's, yeah, like I think it's just really hard to get 100 grams of protein like if someone isn't actually supplementing. Like how would you get 100 grams of protein in a day without supplementing with just basing it on food, I think it'd be very impossible. Maybe maybe someone's done it. I, I, obviously, I could be wrong. But in my mind, I'm like, that would be really difficult because some clients I work with, it's hard for them when they're adapting and learning more nutrition. I, I find a lot of women, A, two things, they're all, not always, but a lot of women I've worked with, under eating and under eating protein. So it's like, uh, it's a progression where we have to, you know, week by week, increase your protein and get you up to what your body requires especially if you want to see body composition changes especially if you want to build more lean muscle mass you absolutely have to must be eating enough protein okay so if your goal for 2023 is to look damn sexy in the mirror build more muscle mass have nicer abs have great have sculpted shoulders the best thing you can do for yourself is to make sure you're eating enough protein and make sure that it's protein your body can actually absorb. Now, number five, the last thing I'm going to say about this is a lot of plants have anti-nutrients. And in our minds, you know, we think, oh, plants are so healthy for us. Vegetables are so healthy for us. And I would argue that certain plants can actually be problematic for certain people based on their digestive capacity, based on autoimmunity, based on different imbalances in their body. 
But so certain things like oxalic acid, phytic acid, all of these different types of acids are harder for our bodies to break down. Oh, and of course, there are lectins. So there's lectins, which is legumes, beans, soybeans, wheat, uh, tomatoes, and then there's like ox- oxalates, oxalic acid, really high in spinach, super high in kale, uh, green leafy vegetables, but spinach and kale are like the highest. And then you have phylates, whole grains, beans, lagoons, almonds. So these are a group of plant compounds that reduce, again, and I've said this, I think the fourth time, reduce the body's ability to absorb nutrients. And what good is it for us to be eating these quote unquote healthy foods if we can absorb them? It makes no sense. So things you can do with like lectins, you can soak your grains if you're eating grains, soak them in apple cider vinegar to remove fat or pressure cook at a really high heat. Um, You can like spinach and kale that is raw, that's going to be super high in oxalic acid. You can cook the crap out of it. That's I don't really eat spinach or kale anymore. I'll do like a bok choy or I'll do Brussels. But when I learned about oxalic acid, I'm like, no bueno, no more. And I used to eat like raw spinach and raw kale salads all the time when I was in nutrition school because completely different paradigm of what I teach and what I preach now. But we evolve, we grow, we learn. But that was my go-to. It was like spinach and kale with like cherry tomatoes, that's a lectin. And then I would have almonds and that's a phylate, phytate. So it's like so much anti-nutrients in there, okay? So when we have anti-nutrients, especially oxalates, they can bind to calcium and prevent it from being absorbed. Obviously, that's not good for our bone health, our bone density. So, you know, these types of foods, although they are plant-based and we seem to think they are good for us and we should be eating more colors of the rainbow, it really depends on your digestive capacity and what type of symptoms or what's going on internally in your body. So it's not about like, oh my gosh, I can't eat vegetables, but it's having the awareness and knowing how to get the most bang from your buck and what vegetables are going to affect the absorption of other minerals. So just to summarize everything in this episode, why a plant-based diet, as I said at the beginning, it can be a great start for someone who's coming from a standard American diet when they just start eating like fruits and vegetables. Like that's a bonus, that's a win, that's a step in the positive uh, in a positive direction. But I would say take it one step further. Add some high quality protein in your nutrition. Add some high quality anti-inflammatory fats in your nutrition. Get rid of all of that ultra processed crap and ultra processed carbs and look at it as I always tell my clients and my students, look at this just as an experiment and an experience with yourself. It's about fine tuning and testing and seeing what works for you. My ketogenic journey in 2016 is definitely not where I am today. And it shouldn't be just like anything in life. You will have foundational um, meals and actions and habits that you design for yourself, but don't get stuck in it has to be this way. It can only be this way because that becomes very dogmatic and that kind of 
goes into diet culture, right? And with plant-based, it's like, I, you know, it's like, I don't eat meat. And it's like this badge of honor. I only eat plants. And it's like, okay, well, if, if that's your belief system and you love animals and it's just like the thought of you eating an animal really bothers you, then that's, that's your belief system. And if that's more important to you, that's more important to you. No one can tell you otherwise. But what I want to offer you is if you are a vegan or you're thinking about being vegetarian, think about long-term health. I'm not saying you have to go eat red meat. And I understand that I didn't eat red meat for over 10 years. I still don't eat pork. But if you could have some eggs, throw some eggs in there, throw some wild caught salmon in there throw some sardines in there that is going to be so much more beneficial for your brain for reducing inflammation and just supporting your body really so that's everything for this episode if you're thinking about doing plant-based i hope this i hope this episode steered you in the opposite direction and i'm not bashing plants i'm just giving you the information and education around how certain plants are harder for us to uh, break down based on their anti-nutrients. And just like keto, you can go into keto into a ketogenic diet and there's so much crap out there now. There's like so much stuff. You could eat a uh, you could eat a ketogenic diet that is like super processed. And that's not great either. You can eat a vegan diet that is super processed. That's not great either, right? We want to be eating as close as to mother nature as we can, which is stuff not in packages. Of course, we like convenience and things from time to time, but the bulk of your nutrition for you to feel your best, look your best, and for long-term health should be real food, okay? So thank you so much for tuning in, pressing play, and I will catch all you beautiful humans next week. Have an awesome, amazing rest of your day. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.